0: Bismillah ar-rahmanirrahim nahmaduhu wa nusalli ala karim amma ba alhamdulillah tonight is the 12th of September in the year 2023 and alhamdulillah we've begun the session in which we're now discussing the glorious deed of Sadaqah so just to mention briefly again what Shaykh Ismail Haqqi rahmatullahi in his Tafseer al Bayan Volume 1, page 426 stated about the word Sadaqah and he's talking about four of the letters Saad, Dad, Qaf and Ha and he said Saad implies Asad, prevention those it prevents every hated thing of this world and the next from approaching the giver. Daad, the letter D, implies a dalil the guide. It guides you towards paradise. Mm. Qaf, the letter Q, implies al-qurb, proximity. Thus, Sadaqah brings his giver into the proximity of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And ha, the letter H, implies al-hidayah, guidance. Thus, the giver seeks guidance, seeks guidance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, subhanahu wa ta'ala. So not even the word itself is a lesson in itself. Providing water to those who are in need is one of the most eminent deeds. But how do we know? In Qurtubi in tafsir volume 7, page 275 of the New English Translation, Abdullah ibn Abbas, he was asked, which sadaqah is best? Abdullah ibn Abbas said, What? Do you not see when the people of the fire ask for help from the residents of paradise? They say, and then he recited, Surah Al-A'raf, Surah 7, verse 50. Throw down some water upon us or some of what Allah subhanahu wa Ta'ala has given you of provision. Subhanallah. So let's look at this. So what was the question which was posed to the blessed cousin of Rasulullah which sadaqah is best? So he gave the answer first. He goes water. Then he gave a proof. He goes in the Quran what do the people of the fire ask from the residents of Paradise? And the Quran says they say alayna minal ma. throw down some water to us. Or oh, oh, some of what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you of provision. Imam Qurtubi thereupon commented here, rahmatullahi alayhi, This verse is evidence for the fight that bringing water is one of the best actions you can do. This is in Qurtubi in his Tafsir, Volume 7, page 275 of the New English Translation. So, how interesting. Allah is quoting the people of hell. They saying, throw down some water to us or some of what Allah has given a provision. Surah 7 verse 50. Mm-hmm. And Imam Qutubi said, this is a clear proof that bringing water is one of the best actions. Mm-hmm. One of the tabi'in, he echoed, عليه, whoever has a lot of wrong actions should then give water. Mm-hmm. Have you not reflected? That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgave the wrong actions of the one who gave water to a dog. Thus, how will it be with someone who gives water to a true believer and gives him life? <laughs> this is recorded in Qurtubi in his Volume 7, page 275 of the New English Translation. So, one of the tabi'een, it doesn't matter who, one of the students of the companions, what did he say? And he relates to a very, he didn't give you the hadith, but the hadith mentions the hadith is in Bukhari and Muslim, that there was a prostitute and uh, she was thirsty. She goes to a well and then she notices that there's a dog panting. So what she does, she takes off a stocking or a sock. She puts some water and gives it to the dog. The Prophet said she was forgiven. So that's the hadith. The tabi'een said, think. Allah, the Almighty, forgave the wrong actions of the one who gave water to a dog. So, first of all, she's a prostitute. (laughs) She wasn't worshipping. She was selling her body. So, why was she thirsty? Through sin. Even in that bad condition... She gave water to a very low. So, look how interesting. She herself, very lowly profession. Mm. Even the Kufar say this is you know, the oldest profession, the, you know, the worst profession. And she is giving water to a lowly animal. Mm. The tabi'een said, Allah Taala forgive her. Mm. Referring to the hadith. Then he said, think. What if you give water to a true believer? Mm. And give him life or her life. No, people don't think it's only oh yes I know that report but did you understand no you didn't you didn't understand the implications of that And <laughs> Allah is telling you something there a major sinner I completely forgive not because this major sinner gave water to a to human beings because she gave water to a dog so it doesn't take a brain surgeon to work out I'm a major sinner so if I provide water to a Muslim well not even a Muslim a human being Surely that must be more rewarding. Mm-hmm. So go back to Ibn Abbasid. This is the greatest sadaqah, providing what? Mm-hmm. Indeed, this is one of the most auspicious gifts that you can pass on to your deceased ones. Mm-hmm. Sayyidina Sa'ad ibn Ubadah, anh, he once asked, Ya Rasulullah, verily my mother has passed away. Those which sadaqah would now be best to pass on to them. The Prophet said, Water. Thereupon Sa'ad excavated a well and said, This is for the mother of Sa'ad. So let's look at this. So, this is recorded in Nasai number 3694 to 6. Abu Dawud, Ibn Maj, Hakim Sahih, Ibn Hiban Sahih, Ibn Khuzayma Sahih. Darheem number 676, Mishkat, Volume 2, Number 11, in the chapter on the excellence of charity. So Saadi Ibn Obad, so he was the chief of the Khazraj, very famous Ansar tribe. And he was known for many noble qualities, but one of his qualities was he was very, very generous. He was, you know, he would be very, very hospitable. He would invite people to his dwelling to have meat. So his mother passed away. So he asked the Prophet ﷺ, What sadaqah is best, Ya Rasulullah. Now think about that. I want to give the maximum reward to my mother who's passed. So the Prophet alayhi said, provide water. Mm. And what did he do? He excavated a well and said, this is for the mother of Saad. So now, apart from being an excellent sadaqah, this also proves that you can pass on deeds to the dead. Mm. Some people believe erroneously that once a person dies, he's finished. Mm-hmm. You only get what you put in. And the response is no. How do you explain this hadith? Mm-hmm. The Prophet didn't say to Saad, why are you asking strange questions? She's passed away. Her books are closed. Mm-hmm. He didn't say that. He answered his question. He goes, give water. I said, so what did he do? He provi- he made a well. This is for my mother, Saad. Mm-hmm. In another report, our beloved messenger stressed this by saying, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to Sa'd, Wa You must give water. Mm-hmm. This is in Tabarani in his Ousad Sahih, Targheeb number 676. So look at the wording, You must, meaning this is the best Sadaqah. Mm-hmm. So why is that? <laughs> A person goes, There's thousands of Sadaqah you can give. <laughs> you can provide food, you can provide shelter, you can give monetary help. <laughs> You can, you know, you know, offer your own services. You, you know, even smiling is sadaka. The Prophet said, fulfilling the needs. Why? Is, what's what's this about water? Mm-hmm. So here, one of the reasons why this is such a treasured and priceless gift to the dead is because of the following. Mm-hmm. Sayyidina Jabir radhiyallahu he relates that our beloved Messenger sallallahu if anyone digs water, I make a well. Then whichever thirsty animal drinks from it, of the jinn, of mankind, of birds, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will then reward him for it on the day of judgment. Mm-hmm. SubhanAllah. Mm-hmm. This is in Bukhari in his tariq, Ibn Khuzayma Sahih, Targhib number 678. Now think about that. When you dig a well, are you thinking of the jinn? When you dig a well, are you thinking of birds? So the prophet was actually explaining something here. He's saying, look, you don't see the bigger picture. You're thinking that you're doing it for your mother, for instance. But how does it actually work? And the prophet was highlighting that anything that takes water from that well, the jinn, the hidden creation, mankind, birds, and birds don't go water down. The lesson here is even a drop benefits. Some people think, oh, brother, come on, you got to give a good amount of water. If there's only a little bit of water, how does that benefit the dead? How much how much water does a bird drink? Mm-hmm. So the Prophet mentioned bird, gin, you know, they can knock it back. I believe, I don't know how you know, much they can knock back human beings. And they will reward until the day of judgment. Meaning if the world continues, it doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. However, even if water is given where it is plentiful, mm-hmm. its rewards are also immense. Why? Because in khateeb in his Tariq, our beloved messenger said وسلم, when your sins are enormous give others water to drink even though you may be standing at a river bank. thus you will shed your sins just like the tree shed its leaves on a stormy day. Now this is the problem. So a person goes okay I need to build a well, pass it onto my mother who's passed away and then the person goes oh africa they need water there so a the person goes no problem but then you hear the the price obviously you know you've got our financial limits he goes, it's going to cost you about three grand oof, oof. and then you start thinking it sounds a bit bad but is there anywhere i can you know dig a well that's you know less stressful in terms of my finance my mind's not that strong so if a person goes yeah you can you can build the well here then you get the Ignoramus eh, is jumpiness. Mm-hmm. What's the point of building a well? Yeah, everybody's got water. Mm-hmm. Who's the prophet talking about here? Your fruitcake. Mm-hmm. What did he say? He said, when your sins are enormous, give others water to drink, then what did he say? Mm-hmm. Even though you may be standing at a river bank. So imagine, I've got mountains of sins. And we're traveling. And we come next to a river. Fresh water river. And all I do is. I think right. I'm going to get six cups. I'm going to take six cups of water. Uh, and give it to my six brothers. Who are with me on the journey. If somebody goes. What's the reward for that? They think. Well. It's a whole river. You know. Okay. shadow, You put it in a cup. You know, May Allah give you some reward. The Prophet said. You will shed your sins. Just like the tree shed its leaves on a storm. Mm. So imagine autumn or strikes. Somebody mm. I mean, goes what's happened to the forget about the leaves, but the, the tree is not. There. That's what's happened to your sins. Mm. If you provide water where water is available, then think about it. If that is the reward where water is available, mm. what's the reward if water is not available? Mm. Those let us all rush to perform this most precious of deeds, especially for all our near and dear ones. Mm-hmm. But again, people, you know, they when you say water, they go, "Oh, everybody does that." Who gives a monkeys if everybody does it? I want to do it as well. They want like you know some special, you know, that nobody's done. I want to pass on something that nobody has. Where are you gonna wear that one, our brother? And why do you want to do that when the Prophet said water? The Prophet is not going to give you you know something which is inferior and then some shares can have a dream that something superior was revealed to him. That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. The Sahaba said, Ya Rasulullah, what is water? He didn't question it. He didn't say, well, I've got money, Ya Rasulullah. What if I give clothes? What if I give food? Straight away, he didn't even question the Prophet. He dug a well. This is from my mother. So not either way, and also there's a report from memory. If you give water, where water is available, it's like you freed a slave. So for instance, you just give a a drink to a brother, plenty of beverage everywhere, you will get the reward of freeing a slave, the Prophet said. But if you give water where water is scarce, it's like you brought the dead to life. It's like the opposite of killing somebody. That is such a huge crime. If you were to bring somebody to life, what's the reward? If you provide water where water is scarce. Mm. So that's why that is the greatest sadhaka. Now think about it. If I was to ask you, where water is scarce? Now this is, people don't think, you know, they just narrate hadith and they don't even think about it. If you have a place where water is scarce, how far out will people come to that well they'll come from miles somebody goes there's a well the nearest well where the fresh water you can get is 10 miles they're gonna trek and they don't just come with little canisters they come with big you see them those strong you know women mashallah and they walk back with 20 30 liters of water how much water do they does one person take from that one? Mm. How many people drink from it? Each person who drinks, you brought a person back to life. Mm. Think about that. Right? And how much is Allah, Allah forgiving you? You can't even imagine. Mm. So think about that. This is the so so most superior. Now why don't people do it? I'll tell you why. Because there's no there's no glory in it. People want to be tapped on bike. <laughs> So for instance, if somebody says to you, uh, brother, you built a wall for you. yeah. your, your mom's passed away, and you go, oh, brother, like, yeah, I haven't done it. Why? And he goes, mm, because I haven't got time to it. Shall I tell you why, brother? Mm. Because nobody will know about it. Mm. But you get people, go say, we'll send you a, your name with a plaque on it. Mm. I don't want a name with my plaque on it. Mm. I say, well, you know, what do you want people to know who, who's giving it? All they'll bring them, they'll be saying their heart, their mouth not saying it, Ya whoever's provided this wealth, gave them the best of everything. <laughs> and Allah doesn't start worrying, well, who, is, who are you talking about? Of course he knows. <laughs> Why do you want a plaque on it? <laughs> right? Oh, this is Haji's So, <laughs> Like you go you your masjid, you know, this guys donated, we put a plaque. Well, what's the point of that, brother? You're destroying your deeds. If that plaque wasn't there, would they have given it? There's the sadness. That's why people don't do it. They only like to do deeds where people tap them on the back. You are a true son. Why are they saying that? Because you've done something that everybody knows. You invited people for a meal in the locality because he is the true son. Or oh, why are the other one? What did he do? He's given five wells then nobody knows about. So, this is again the problem. You know, we should always do things purely, sincerely for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah then gives the rewards. Imagine. Indeed, our loving Lord, subhanahu wa ta'ala, looks after those who are generous in a very strange way. Think about that. We want Allah to have a strange relationship with us. What do I mean by that? He's got a relationship with all his creation. Strange means special. Like, right, you know, they say England and America have a special relationship. Right? MashaAllah. We want a special relationship with Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Our beloved messenger said, sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam overlook the sin of the generous. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala holds his hand whenever he stumbles. I.e. he will never abandon him. Subhanallah. Yeah. This is in Daru Kutni, Tabarali in his Ausat, Abu Nu'im, al kharaiti Imam Ghazali in his Ihyya, Volume 3, page 322, in the chapter on the curse of wealth and stinginess. So there's two things in this hadith. First is a command. If somebody is generous, he goes, overlook his feelings. The prophet goes just overlook it. Okay, <laughs> interesting. That's a command. <laughs> so you get a person who's generous. And maybe he's got a sharp tongue. Prophet overlook it. Don't ignore it. <laughs> you got a person who's generous. And you know he's either you know, he's got feelings. Yeah. The prophet goes overlook it. Then he said something which is amazing. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala holds his hand whenever he stumbles. Somebody goes, well, what does that mean? It means he's got his bike. <laughs> if he slips, Allah, Allah is not going to abandon him. <laughs> if he gets weak in his deed, he's not going to abandon him. <laughs> so if Allah, Allah has promised not to abandon somebody, overlook his failings. That's what the Prophet is telling you. How do you get that special relationship? You are generous. Mm-hmm. Think about it. You know, when you think of generosity, people think, oh, he's benefiting others." Look, you're thinking like a non-Muslim. Mm-hmm. When you're generous, you're doing it to yourself. You're not benefiting anybody. Mm-hmm. If you start thinking, look, I've benefited, my benefit, well, you're just like Tom, Dick and Harry who doesn't believe in anything. Mm-hmm. When we are generous, we are thinking, this is me. Mm-hmm. This is for me. So when you're just looking at people, you're thinking, you're not benefiting me. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm benefiting myself. <laughs> Clarifying further, what did the sahaba say? In Qanzul Umar number 16,008, a companion said, رضي Atone for your woody's and grief through sadaqah. If you do this, Allah will remove your losses and help you against your enemy. <laughs> Somebody goes, Hang on a minute. <laughs> what did the Prophet say? <laughs> so he goes, have you got worries, brother? Yes, brother. Bowls to gray. <laughs> have you got grief? Mm-hmm. Every other day I got grief. <laughs> Give Sadaqah. Because so what's that gonna do? It gets rid of worries and grief. Because how? <laughs> Allah Ta'ala removes your losses. Meaning that if you have a you know a business venture and you're thinking, you know, I've lost that. Allah Ta'ala go don't worry. I'll sort it yeah. out. <laughs> you remove your losses. And not only that, he'll help you against your enemy. Now think about it. Some people, the worst enemies are those who smile at you. You know, this Abu Jahl. Abu Jahl, the one good quality he had was, he didn't hide his hatred. Abdullah ibn Abu, who used to smile at the Prophet, he was worse than Abu Jahl. He's a chief munafiq. How do you protect yourself from that shaitan who's smiling at you, thinking he's got your back, but he wants to stab you. He's doing witchcraft in here. You know, imagine. Evil eye. Sending all the heaven, the heavy artillery. Somebody goes, well, just don't worry about it. He goes, why? Because Allah Taala sought him out.
1: Huh?
0: He goes, he helps me against my enemies. <laughs> Think about it. So who are you actually benefiting when you give sadaqah to? <laughs> Look how stupid we are. We're our own worst enemies. I can't give to them. I can't give. That's like saying, I just love to get white. <laughs> And he goes, what do you mean? You put Imagine somebody says that. There's someone with me, man. I just love getting white. What do you mean? I just love falling ill. I just love getting white. I just love losing money. He goes, go and call psychiatrist. I think Uncle Yusuf lost plot. That is the same state of a person who can't give. That's exactly the same. But do we think like that? Or do we tap him on the back? Oh, yeah, you're, you're clever. You're saving for a rainy day. A rainy day? You're causing the rainy day. Right? Indeed, the food and drink of the generous... Now, this is also th- interesting. If you're generous, something is strange about you. The food and drink of the generous is blessed. Consider what the Prophet said, Sallallahu alayhi wa The food of the generous is a medicine. But the miser's meal is a disease. <laughs> This is in Dadu Kutni, Ibn Adi, <laughs> Imam Ghazali, in his Iqya, volume 3, page 3, to 3, in the chapter on the curse of wealth and stinginess. How many times do you have some? All of a sudden, you, know, you think, oh my god, what's happened here, right? And then you can't work here, you think, the food was cooked, it was from, you know, all the everything was solid, halal, everything, no, there was no, I'm telling you straight, brother. This is haq halal. Uh, it's HFC, HFD, BBC, ITV, everything. <coughs> You're thinking, what the hell's happening? right? You can't work it yeah? out because the guy's a miser. Right? The guy's a miser. The Prophet said, it's a disease. That's why when a miser gives you something, you should think, may Allah bless you, <laughs> right? I've got enough problems. Right? But if the generous gives you, look what the Prophet said, is Shafar. How many times have you noticed this? You go to you know and they give you the most bland food, you're thinking, what the hell is you don't say it, your mind saying it. What's this? Dull! <laughs> right? And then you think, and then you politely you think, okay, oh, mashallah mashallah. And you're eating it, and you think, oh all right? I've never tasted anything like this. You can't get enough of it. And then you think, why does this taste better than chicken? And then all of a sudden for a week you charge up, you, know, you think, ah, oh, this is amazing. Because he's a generous person. <laughs> The food is medicine. So now what do you think of the generous? Do you want to be the miser who causes havoc in the community? Right? Or do you want to be a generous person who gives medicine to everybody? When Rasulullah gave food, wasn't it blessed? When the Sahab gave food, wasn't it blessed? Because they were all generous. This is not our problem, you're thinking. Brother, don't ask me to pay. Because Why? I'm telling you, stay. I'm not be, I'm just been telling you. Now look, if you want problems... Us beat to sort it out. <laughs> because I'm not being a uh, by saying that, I'm just protecting you. And they'll think, oh, look, he's doing a matab to get around pain. So well, I'll do it, no problem. Next minute, <laughs> there we go, it's kicked off again. But it's actually sad. So think about it. Why is Allah converting your food into a disease? How much must he hate you? Think about that. How much must he hate you? I'm Ashik. Brother, you're causing flipping, you know, COVID, you know, ten, right? <laughs> With your food. You know, young, young enough jobs for that one, right? This is not going to protect you from this. Right? And then you go, there's the problem. People are learning about their deeds. Imagine, generosity, brother, it's not important. Don't worry about it, it's not important, that. Huh? All families, ill khandans, ill your are causing it, it's not important. Dead are crying out for God's sake. Make a wealth, man. What's these khatms you keep doing, right? Get a bloody wealth sorted out. You don't know wealth, no, I can't do well, right? What can you do then? Overtime, right? Astaghfirullah. So note again, you know, this is a, such an important part of our deen. And one of the pillars, of course, is zakat. Allah has made a pillar linked to wealth. Unfortunately, well, we don't see the bigger picture. We actually think like kafirs. You know, like you go for a meal and anything. This was for This is what goes to the mind our brothers pay for it <laughs> right and then you think how where is that in Islam you should be thinking I'm not going to let anybody be to paying this I'm going to get a full white benefit <laughs> that's how a Muslim thinks but the kofari saw susha oh don't put it away son. put it away I'll pay for it, put it. <coughs> they start talking everybody's hearing him The are shocking said mm. well they talk like that between themselves they make everybody, get, yeah, everybody look how pious he is not bothered about that mate Muslims do exactly the same, but inwardly they're doing it for the pleasure of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Mm-hmm. So, note again here, you know, we're talking about generosity, Sadqa, and this is why there's so much illness amongst the Muslims. Right? You know, if you think about it, what, why we, why we prone to illness? He's got diabetes, he's got blood pressure, he's he's had a stroke, he's had a heart attack, he's you know, he's struggling on his legs, he's you know, his mouth drying up, he's, he's out of breath. Everybody, everybody, miser feeding, is it? What do you expect? <laughs> <Ullu> halal. Right? <laughs> so all I mentioned today was the glorious deed of Sadaqah. I spent a good session with regards to water, the importance of giving water and why it's such a beloved deed. And then I mentioned, of course, that the generous have a very special relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We should strive to be amongst the generous. Are there any questions you like to ask? سبحان الله بحمد الله و بحمد الله و بحمد الله و بحمد الله 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 و بحمد الله الله و بحمد الله و بحمد الله و بحمد الله و بحمد الله الله